0: Yeah, ultimately what I want to see is DeFi's native yield curve that is 100% market-driven.
1: Omis, welcome to Agora Offsiders. I'm your host, Shark11. Joining me today will be Wagmi and Stablino. Today we'll be discussing, as ever, the news around the Omiverse, the economy and crypto in general. Laughs will be had, crying will be had. Good times will be had, but as ever, none of this is financial, accounting, legal, or any other type of advice It's not a serious podcast, you shouldn't take what we say seriously Because we probably uh, will get it wrong, whatever Anyway, let's get to the podcast Omies, welcome to Agora Offsiders I am your host Shark11, and with me are my co-hosts, Wagmi How are you, Wagmi?
0: GM going well. Thank you,
1: Shark. Great to hear. And of course, Dublino, the master of something.
2: Crappy stable farmer. <laughs> but yeah, doing well. Doing well.
1: <laughs> Hanging in there at least He's uh, graced us with his. Uh, presence although he's still recovering a little bit from being under the weather um, so this week guys we had own price sitting at $10 13 the cushion is at 10 13 unfortunately yep, we're just sitting at the top of that cushion Uh, And then liquid backing is sitting at $11.08. So we've had FRAX go up quite a bit recently, and that's kind of added to that increase in liquid backing. And the seven-day moving average is $11.07. And finally, the FRAXLIM GM borrow rate is sitting at 8% APY, um, which might go down um, based on one of the... <laughs> items yeah, that's coming up. Um, so, what, what, how are you guys feeling in terms of price and cushion? What's, what's, what's happening on that front? Maybe we'll start with you, Wagmi.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, very stable, isn't it? I, I haven't been tracking the price too closely. I think um, we're in a quite a period while we wait for the reignition of um, some of the internal bonds, the, the own bonds um so i think the yeah the, the the price is just sort of sitting at that lower cushion and um largely doing what it's supposed to do yeah.
1: and we'll come to earn bonds in a sec Stablino, what, what how are you feeling about the the price the movements i see
2: yeah, and very Did cozy, very cozy, very stable cozy, yes. with this one. Yeah, now, yes. that said, That's right. the guys in the Discord this week, uh were going back and forth. What do we call ourselves? We're not a stable coin. That's not the right words we want to use. I saw the word sturdy, sturdy coin. I would say we're pretty sturdy, right? So if there's any left curvers out there or meme guys that can think of a better word, I, we're not a flat coin because we're we're going up right but uh the slow steady staircase up into the right i like it
0: we're a DeFi coin
1: i don't know we know we'd like i don't know well we don't want to be an index either right we want to be like a, uh uh balaji called it a flat coin yep. right? yes he did Which is, but i mean that kind of is like too. Synonymous with like a stable coin, I think. But yeah, it'd be good if anyone has uh has ideas, tweet please, tweet at us. We will
0: well, if we think they're great promote them. over time. I think we will we will track the the general growth of um of DeFi, decentralized finance as a as an ecosystem, not DeFi in the sort of narrow sense, but sort of more broadly. And there'll be there'll be period there'll be a wave that sort of is overlaid across that across that trend. And you know, basically, we'll have periods where there's um, you know a speculative uptick, and we we attract a bigger premium, and then periods where the you know the premium narrows again and um, sort of trends back towards where the backing is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, I think I think that's that's. Pretty spot on. So yeah, I mean if we kind of lose a little bit of that liquid backing, I think the reprice down of the cushion um will kind of we've kind of been on this bit of a honeymoon where we've just kind of been going up since the beginning of January, which is very nice. Um but yeah, we can obviously duck back down a, um, a bit if we see a kind of
2: um home the growth coin of, that will scale uh, with the, the growth the of the ecosystem and it's uh, contraction coin. coin that's uh, good I, why not yeah. maybe okay. Maybe. let's just, maybe. let's
1: see if we can meme that um let's get on to bonds so uh obviously we don't have any reserve bonds happening at the moment um but we did do have those outstanding um ohm, uh internal bonds where you lock up your ohm for a future amount of more um, right and they were paying i think about 10 or 15 percent apy um there's been a bit of um, action on the secondary markets people trading it but it's not very serious uh, and it doesn't seem like there's very much volume on there so have we heard anything um more on the grapevine about kind of what's happening what the analysis is doing and when we might see any uh, new bonds issued. Uh Wagmi, you're our resident uh, secondary market uh, internal bond expert maybe you got some some uh, Intel for us
0: yeah, so I think the the team is basically analysing the results of the initial um, auctions and um, some of the secondary market activity. So the the first tranche of those bonds, which were the thirty day bonds, have now um, reached maturity and um, the the holders of those have collected their um, their return in home, Uh Where th- there's still two bonds that are uh, live in the market, being the um the march expiry bond and the june expiry bond i think there's a um, a small amount of UniSwap um, liquidity on those for for people that are interested in um, buying those or um, if they already hold them and are looking for liquidity there's there's the option to access that liquidity um, and then what i'm hoping to see is that um, fairly swiftly we we move to um, deploying, um, you know, more significant volumes of these bonds and seeing how much um, demand there really is out there. Because the initial auctions were very well bid, um, and there's been a little bit of activity on the on the secondary market as well, which has resulted in the the discounts of those bonds um, tightening up um, quite materially.
1: It seems like the pricing of them isn't necessarily what the market's appetite is from the original auction based on the secondary market participation I think so I said this before and someone pinged me they're like Mark why are you saying Geome is better for tax than sort of rolling uh, these bonds so in some countries every time you sort of participate in a bond auction and then you come to maturity and then you trade it out for a new bond you'll be Having these capital gains tax events uh, happen, which which some people don't want, right? They just want to hold it, hold it for a long time. And then in a lot of countries, you get like a discount if it's sort of a asset you hold for more than a year. So that's kind of the reason. Um, but yeah, I think actually while we're at 7%, the appetite probably, I mean, would be like 10 11 12% for like the three and six months like i don't i actually don't think there's that much uh difference because a lot of holders are they don't really care they're just going to hold their own for a very long time um did you have any thoughts on this doubling it
2: vault <laughs> right that's that's oh, my vault, mindset of
1: course yes
2: right um Now the whole market has gotta to, gotta to mature first but i think that's what um from talking in the discord that's uh a product that a lot of folks are eager for right it's being able to have the exposure of being in the bond pools um while at the same time not having to deal with those capital gain transactions and a a a passive vault would be able to facilitate that so that's where my mind's at I'm, i'm waiting and seeing um and i'm eager for the next round of bonds.
1: if we
0: get these cooler loans or um a similar product which i think we're going to come on to talking about which enable you to uh, draw down loans against your geom in a in a sort of liquidation free manner then that could be quite a good tool for people to use to participate in own bonds as well so essentially you, you keep your geo as collateral you pull down a loan to um, to basically um, purchase uh, own bonds and then you clip that return um throughout the maturity of or the term of the own bond and then you you pay down that loan and you've essentially clipped the um the yield on there
1: Hmm, yeah that'd be pretty cool um did you have any thoughts about where the price point might be for the sort of three and six month bonds sort of in terms of apy just speculation of course
2: (laughs) i don't have any hard and fast numbers but it'll be tighter. Right. We would expect.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been tracking it. I've been tracking it quite closely. The, in hindsight where those uh, bonds actually settled in the initial auctions were um, very good returns, particularly that 30 day bond that was priced at um, 93.8. Um, that, that was a uh, greater than hundred percent APY. And then I think it—it's it, interesting. That's yeah, exactly. And um, now, of course, you haven't been able to constantly compound that to actually access that return. You've only been able to get that return for thirty days. But um, when we see more um, a more uh, liquid bonding program where people can um, sort of constantly roll from one bond into the next um, and sort of build out a curve, then you will be able to access a, um, a true 12-month return there. But the... Yeah, um, it'll be in... the um, Go ahead. In terms of the APY of these bonds at the moment, you need to keep tracking it quite closely because they're fixed maturity bonds so that that 90 day bond or the march bond is maturing on the 22nd of march so you know there's really only 50 45 50 days left on that bond now so hypothetically if if someone purchases that bond at 98 cents in the dollar now they're accessing a 18.7 um APY on that, or annualized return. So mm, keep an tasty. eye on, yeah, keep an eye on these markets. I, I expect you'll <laughs> see some activity coming into, um, coming closer to the, um, the maturity date.
1: Yeah, and we'll uh, post a link for the uh, secondary market. Uh, Spoys has uh, created the June dashboard for it, and um, yeah, there's that's a good way to track it so let's move to the economy now uh we're not doing macro this week we'll just do macro when like significant events happen like uh, you know inflation rate or the federal reserve changes the rate or whatever oh, but yeah we're going to try and stick to more our expertise which is around crypto and ohm um so we saw jones they've jglp is paying 47 percent apy and the j is paying 11.7 apy um, yeah, I know we talk a lot about Jones on this podcast. We're pretty impressed with the product that they're building, but like, those are pretty good numbers.
2: You see, um,
1: Stabilino, um, have you met, have you managed to enter the pool? You
2: see, I, I, I have managed to get into, uh, the, ah, rich. yes, yes. I trickled in. So, um, very very nice to see you know, the thing that I really am geared up for and just I'm manifesting. I want to see happen. And I, I, again, hanging out in the discord, I'm not the only one if we get cross chain Ohm out there. I want to see Ohm inside of G, uh, GLP who wouldn't, right. Who wouldn't want to see Ohm <laughs> as part of that GLP basket. Right. So that's, that's my pipe dream. Yeah. But, um, yes, juicy stuff with JGLP, went that route because there was enough room for me versus uh, the Pyrex Auto Compounder.
1: Yeah. So uh, actually that was um, something when I was back on the partnership team, we were talking with uh, GMX back then, they were a lot smaller. So um, I think the relationship was a bit different they were quite keen to get it in but um yeah um i'm sure the partnership guys are working um on that i know that they are aware of it and they're talking to them but yeah we'll see what comes because that would be quite a quite a cool integration Uh, wagmin did you have you been following jones what are you what are your thoughts on this one
0: i've been watching the um sort of dollars come into the vaults it's not, uh, it's not something that I'm personally participating in, but um, it's it's good to see um, some more TVL coming into the Jones protocol. And I'm sure this is the first of a suite of products that they'll roll out off the back
1: of this. Yeah, definitely. So I think the Jones is like $1.3 million <laughs> now sitting in our treasury, um, which is pretty cool. Shout out to the Jones guys. They've had some great uh, And PA. then we had... Yeah, yeah. With it's, these products, awesome. yeah. uh so, yeah, and then um, we had up next we have Frax. So, uh, this podcast is a little bit we're we pretty big fans of Frax. So, um, we'll we generally keep an eye on them. But also, uh, as most Omis would be aware, uh, we have a lot of FXS in our treasury. Currently, the FXS in our treasury is worth. 2.7 million dollars which is you know significant chunk over one percent of our um backing so um it's been yeah quite a rewarding asset uh to have in the past couple of months um so we saw um sam casmin he got on empire podcast this week which is the um blockworks research podcast with S- santiago santiago Gorio ross um and they've teased uh bam which is a borrowing amm where i'm actually not sure <laughs> how it works um they were pretty light on detail i expect they don't want to be front run but essentially um it will allow uh you to sort of take advantage of the upside in um, price price appreciation of these long tail assets um, using your fracks so i don't know what that means um, but yeah we'll be keeping a keen eye on it uh, also they announced their multi-sig will be decentralized by q2 so that's pretty cool as well we love seeing innovation in governance
0: Monet we supplier will our... have no more fud to give at that point <laughs>
1: He's actually been getting along well with them recently. Yeah. Um, he, he, I've seen it on Twitter. Like, he's uh the uh, Drake Evans, the dev for Fraxlend, and him have been going back and forth a bit. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I, I think he's actually coming to like. Respect what Frax is doing quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> you saw Rune, he made a proposal uh, on the Maker Forum That's... to do 20,000 mkr for like um climate change funding or something yeah um which just it's just crazy it's just a loss
0: of i saw archie as well from um klima just saying hold on we've we've already got the infrastructure (laughs) set up just just um use the klima rails and it'll cost you a hell of a lot
1: less (laughs) (laughs) Twenty thousand mkr is like i don't know it's like 600 bucks i wonder what
2: dj spartan would have to say about that (laughs)
1: <laughs> i think he did say something about it, it.
0: no change to thesis. um
1: that's like yeah 15 mil um uh, mm. crazy anyway they could buy like the whole clement treasury for that um pretty cool just a thought guys uh so we saw the flywheel guys they got their 200k congrats Jace. Um big 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 fan of their work and what they're doing. They got a little newsletter this week for FRAX. uh, It has very uh, Gora Dispatch vibes mm. to it. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's very well put together. Very punchy, like straight to the point. Um, We meander a bit, I think people uh, have said for the Dispatch. And then uh, FRAX BTC coming in Q2. And um, FRAX ETH has... Uh, sort of kick past wise to become the number 4 uh liquid state derivative eth um what a what are your thoughts on uh this one me you you've uh, been you're a big fan of frax you've got a you got a small bag of fxs as we've heard before
0: well i think the, the yeah the, that there's a lot happening but the the other piece of uh little nugget of alpha there if you like that that we didn't um ca- capture in that list is frax chain with frax eth as the gas token what so this oh. is this is this is still a bit of a sort of visionary um concept at the moment but there was some banter in the um in the telegram chat where someone had Posted up this idea of, um, you know, why not um, Frax Chain with Fraxith as the governance token, and basically Sam has jumped on it and and said, look, this is a this is a very clever idea, and intimated that it was something that they were already doing a fair bit of thinking on, um, and you just imagine how that would uh, turbocharge the the ecosystem flywheel if suddenly you had this use case for, for Fraxeth, which, um, sort of created native demand and, and sucked in a huge amount of the supply.
1: That's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, Stabilino, did you have any just, thoughts on that one?
0: Chip.
2: Still processing. That would be wo- his
1: mind is. Blown.
2: Blur. Blur. <laughs> it was already blown from the, from the vid and the sickness, but now, now for sure right the uh on the ecosystem because i just saw the the frax btc mention earlier today right and the, where my head goes is like oh, we've been looking for a non-custodial or a, a more trusted custodian to bring btc into the ohm treasury right like could this be one where we yeah. could actually have enough trust for the community or the council to say, Hey, maybe let's, let's soak up a little bit of that good Frax BTC. So I don't know. I'll be paying attention to that too, as well, but Frax chain wild.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, so Sam was actually on, um, a separate podcast last week and he was talking about, um, giving FXS gauges to whoever uses, frax eth instead of um eth as a base asset and then like you know bribing that pool for example like if olympus instead of having um eth if they had um frax eth then they would like pass through the like revenue or like um part of the revenue from the like state eth as like bribes to that um liquidity pool or for like borrowing and lending and stuff which is pretty pretty wild but like it's all part of the single vision of like a stable coin right like everything here like the frax eth the frax btc that's all like stable coins and then they're like bridge sort of product that's like you know moving coins around onto different chains as stable coins right so it's all it's all very connected, but yes, very excited with what's going on with Frax. Safety. The other thing that's happening is the VEFPIS now that's that's currently in order I think that like nearly finished that and then that will sort of the VFPIS stakers will decide what backs the FPI uh, token. So that doesn't necessarily have to be Frax. It could be something like Ohm, for example. Um, <laughs> and I know we have like a hundred K of V of FPIS in our treasuries. So oh, you know what? very cool as well.
2: I, 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 if I didn't realize that was the case, but if I was a VPIS holder, I would be looking at Landex and their X basket, which is that whole,
0: yeah oh,
2: right. The commodity the, yeah, yeah, yeah. of wheat, corn, all that on chain, right? Man, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to pay, keep so it on So it's going to that. be... I,
0: I, actually, I actually suggested to um, Sam that he reach out to the Landex guys for that exact reason. I think it's perfect for their um, for their basket that they need to put together.
1: Yeah. Um, and, yeah, obviously, Ohm um, as well. But I expect that you'll see a big fight to get sort of the fpis so that you can sort of have influence over what's in the in the basket um and Uh, become like a bit of a war i see where you go and but they well i mean i think olympus should get more but we probably won't (laughs) because we're pretty slow moving but um the um certainly like omis have some i know some at least who have you know big chunks but uh the um Other thing is with the FPI, proportionally uh, the less of it that is backed by Frax, so the Frax stablecoin, the more of the revenue is shared with FXS stakers. Um, So they, so like you still have exposure if you're an FXS holder to this whole sort of ecosystem of the uh, FPI uh, Frax price index. Anyway, enough about Frax. We. <laughs> we're not a frax podcast get out of here Frax. i um, just want to see them. so we had
2: Hobies and you know <laughs> grow together right grow together well, so
1: yeah they definitely have. i think um and i think as this year moves on we'll see um more frax stablecoin in our treasury as opposed to die just because it's Die keeps on introducing more and more risk. Uh, so we had DeFi Llama. They launched DeFi Llama News. Did either of you check check out DeFi Llama News?
2: Not. This was uh, my we'll first now, exposure. Though. Yeah, because <laughs> everything they make is fantastic. Their their uh, meta aggregator has been excellent on Arbitrum. So I will definitely have yeah. to watch this. Who's we be- do we know who's behind this, or is it just part of the grand team? Over this there? is
1: the... This- this is the yeah just the team they've got like the um kind of journalists who are doing it um joanna wright tim craig ekin gank jim edwards um there's a like bunch of people so i think this is like very um <clears throat> very much like a a serious product that they're launching and it's not going to be like kind of um you know uh, kind of you know meme-ish or anything like that it's like a serious um enterprise um but yeah everything that the llama team does is brilliant like i don't use any other dashboards except for theirs like i mean i'll use the own secondary market June dashboard but like in terms of uh looking at anybody else's protocol the it's almost like this is the, the Defi llama dashboards are like the first stop that I make llama every time
0: <laughs> when dollar <Lama> llama,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I got you. So then we have Barry. Beri- <laughs> um, then we have Barry Chain. Uh, news the bong bears NFT price ripped upwards. I think the floor is sitting at 2.2 ETH per bit bear, so there's like 2,000 something hundred bit bears, which is the like kind of um most um widely spread um bong bear NFT and it's kind of like the bottom tier. Um and then like the rest of the tiers up um are like obviously increasing in price as well and this is ahead of speculation that is going to launch this month. And then uh, Janitor, who is the Bong Bear's in house floor sweeper um, and a friend of Agora, of course. Um, he's uh, saved the um, Agora Bong Bear from being um, lost in the wild and returned it back to the uh, Agora Multisig. We're ever grateful for that. Um, he's also launching a new protocol on. Um, Bearer chain, which is you know, um, I don't, I don't want to stuff it up. If either of you have like read it, um, maybe you can explain better than me.
2: Do you want to take a shot? Uh, I think
0: the best, <laughs> I, th- I think the best place to refer people to is is his most recent uh tweet thread and um and mirror article that he's dropped. I think they're both good resources on what yeah, he's it's a building there. Involved it's worth having a look at
1: yeah definitely yeah
2: i would concur so he
0: check out his tweet thread
2: um or go to at the honey jar um or ox honey jar and the one it was yes the title of the most recent article was um bong bears 101 the collective history um from start to finish from start to now about long bears and it's it's a good read so get on through that and you do that you'll be (laughs) caught up
1: yeah it's very interesting uh very and very uh very exciting um so i'm very excited for the launch of the bear chain of course uh if it does come this month but you never know uh then we had goblerinos i just wanted to give a shout out to goblerinos it's like this terrible uh, goblin images and then this uh, guy moth uh who like pretends to be a moth on twitter um, has like m- made it and they're raising money for like animal shelters but it's just like 400 handmade uh pfps um and they've got like
0: um 1.5 uh,
1: eth floor <laughs> yeah and it's like foo and che goblivana um, some of the Sticks DeFi OGs yeah Sticks as well was... who's an Australian I didn't know that Um, yeah anyway you can check them out whatever it's like obviously you know probably not something that people are going to buy but you can have a look Um, and then Redacted they finished their order with Verilog uh, for the Pyrex GMX and they've now got a boosted Pyrex GMX ETH pool on Camelot decks uh, mm-hmm. which is quite which cool. Maybe, we, mentioned,
0: maybe. we mentioned last week and um, Camelot Grail is on an absolute tour. Uh, they they just announced Oh, has
1: it gone up again?
0: Yeah. Well, it's... It was up around $900 just earlier and they, they've just announced a partnership with Plutus, which is interesting. Uh, Plutus, Plutus will bring a whole bunch of their liquidity over and um, – keen observers will know that Plutus was very early on the concept of um hoovering up a bunch of governance um power in some of the key Arbitrum protocols so that's as as days go by looking like a a more and more shrewd bet there
2: well and I was fomoing a Um, little bit about grail and then I realized you know I had bought in one of these redacted or not redacted Nitro cartel um passports Right. And so Nitro Oh,
1: you get uh you always get the good right. stuff. So the, and the is nitro that related cart- to
2: it? Nitro Cartel Passport, they're building something called Trove or Arbitrove, which is like an index product, but it's gonna be an index product. And I and I'm not totally in, in the weeds on all of it, but it's an index product that will also have real yield through um partnerships with the with GLP mechanism, right? And long story short, when Trove launches, uh, one third of the Trove coin will be going out to the uh, the passport holders, right? And they're going to be uh, there's a partnership with Camelot Dex as well, where Trove is going to be launching its liquidity and to the Camelot Camelot Dex pools. So I'll be late. But it seems like I'm going to be able to get some some exposure um, there to Camelot Dex. So cheers to those builders in um, Nitro Cartel, working on that Trove product.
1: It's a long, long-winded exposure, but you get there in the end. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good coping. It makes me feel better, Mark. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> um next up we had Klima they're doing uh this real world carbon offsets they're paying for uh these gas stove improvements for rohingya refugees in bangladesh and they're generating three thirty one thousand two hundred and fifty uh tons that are certified by this gold standard agency which is like quite reputable as i understand it um yeah second largest industry Yep. So is that, are they like kind of second to Vera only yep. is that? Yep. Yeah. All right. Have That's we offset, cool. real have we offset world, the, uh, real tons?
0: Yeah. No, they, um, this is, this is a good project. Basically... This
1: podcast's carbon. No, yeah. We haven't yet. <laughs> that,
0: we should be doing that. I mean, uh, we've got the contacts. <laughs> we, we should be carbon. How much will neutral? it be?
1: Like 10 bucks. <laughs>
0: Well, we're all yeah. sitting in different locations um so we can we can make an oh, estimate yes. round it up.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, the I'm other negative growing. already but I am we'll happy for us open to their... to make it happen. So we'll,
1: Good. Yeah, we'll buy some of these Rohingya tons.
0: Yeah, we could. So um the other thing happening in klima um ecosystem is they they have their first onset webinar which is basically a, um, a an event that they're hosting, which will take um, attendees through the fundamentals of the digital carbon market. And I think this is quite interesting because there's six to 700 um, people that have registered, but a large um, proportion of those don't have any existing links into crypto. So they're basically participants mm. in the real world carbon markets that are curious about, what is has built on chain and how this digital carbon market is emerging. So that's, um, I'm going to be, so something shortly. that's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool when normies kind of come in, um, and, and like seeing the pathways they come in, um, I'm going to be, yeah, I still haven't, I haven't kind of topped up any of my cleaner holdings, but you know, the more you talk about it, wag me, the more I'm, um, I can see a pathway to their grand success. But, of course, all OMIs are exposed to the price of Klima through our Klima in the Treasury. We own 3.4% of their token. Um do you have any thoughts on this one?
2: I, I'm along with you that I think I need to uh, maybe
1: <laughs> Klima Touch
2: back up. to my, my DCA. I have some Klima <laughs> that is in wrap state clima on the C three bridge. Um
1: ah, or, yeah. yeah so
2: I've been I've I've been acquiring C three tokens now for months. Um so I'll be interested to see if you know whatever may come of that but no I've I've been a little disconnected um from my fellow climates um over the last couple months. They yeah. need to
1: they I need to do something quiet. with Trove NFT by the sounds of it. Clima,
2: climber, 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 <laughs> climber, right? What is it Clima Fidelis or is it Clima Fidelis, right? What, what's the saying, Wagme?
0: I don't know the saying. I, I, I call it uh, Clima though. Um, okay. But uh, C3, interesting one. I think that's quite a strategic, um, worthless governance token to accumulate because when um what's it so C3 is Sorry. essentially a um a bridging um protocol that is aligned with Klima so Klima has i think a 10% stake in it um but essentially it's a permissionless bridge which enables people to tokenize um carbon credits they have two or three pools that have been created and are live at the moment um, but really everyone now in this ecosystem is waiting for the um the registries and the carbon standards bodies to put forward a methodology for tokenization Um, there's been a long consultation period that ran throughout 2022 essentially but when that happens we uh, i expect we'll see the bridges reopen and at that point you'll see um, a lot of tons being brought on chain but also um, it will open up the opportunity for a two way arbitrage. So essentially taking tons that are on chain, bridging them back to, um, the legacy registries and then being able to access, um, markets that exist today and take that arbitrage. Mm. So I think that's an interesting one to, um, to sort of, um, accumulate there. Yeah. Okay. Very cool.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> keep keep an eye on c three I actually just tried to find that I can't find it's not on coin gecko or anything um all right so that was uh kind of around the economy uh now let's get to some ohm stuff there's not that much around this week uh so just kind of late yesterday uh silo um kind of did the proper launch of their Geo And so you can go to Silo and borrow up to 400k XAI, which is their stablecoin. Um, and it, the current borrowing rate is 0.5% APY. Um, did you see this one, Stablino? What, what were your thoughts on it?
2: I think it is great for the protocol that um, we are reducing borrowing rates for GOM hold- holders. Um, at the same time don't dilute my yields you guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> on,
2: on Convex come on no no it's okay yeah. but yeah it's that's going to be uh, it's great for the protocol so um, you know the more of this more GOM borrowing um, available at more competitive rates the better regardless of the method that we we uh, use to get there
1: yep and stupid uh, Wagmi, you're you you're a keen observer of the geom bor- borrow rate.
0: Yeah, a connoisseur of the uh, the borrow rate. <laughs> and Ohm. Uh, I I think it's great that we're starting to see a number of um, projects that are keen to support Olympus and get integrated with us. So I, I fully support it and encourage it, and I'll I'll likely be a user in some form of of most of the um things that are put forward until i figure out which one i think is best
1: yep totally um so then we had uh the council they did a little talk i don't know if uh, either of you guys had a chance to listen to it it was like last friday so of the kind of takeaways I had like there was a lot of like general discussion but like um, Apollo mentioned that uh, some people would have seen on Twitter there was kind of this uh, one of the early investors in he bought this kind of suit against uh the founders um but apparently that's all been resolved which is great in terms of uh risk risk to the protocol um so that was good to hear from uh apollo and then uh zeus uh he's kind of taken a step back uh, from the limelight he never really liked the limelight he didn't love doing podcasts and stuff um, so he'll just be mostly focusing on research and writing papers and stuff like the poop Um, and then we're gonna hear more next week about the Treasury team. So I think they're like they're having like the first uh, team meeting of the Treasury team and kind of like the like people in the Dow who are gonna be helping deal with that um, this coming week. and then we're gonna like hear either who it is or what they're doing or whatever this week. Uh, and then um, Wartell mentioned that he was doing like some investor outreach late last year and they met with a bunch of funds um, and that they're like actually quite receptive to Ohm, where it's in the past they hadn't been so much just because of the kind of memes around it and the like crazy high APY, which is great news. Uh, Jala gave us a little shout out and Apollo... Uh, That Agora relaunched. Thank you sirs. We salute you Uh, And then uh, a little tidbit that 32 full-time contributors are currently in the DAO Uh, Wagmi, did you have a chance to listen to the call? Did you have any other takeaways any thoughts on this?
0: No, it was not at a a good time for me Um, I caught up on some of the chat in the discord and um, yeah,
1: it's it's good to hear this this overview now. So thank you for that. Of course, uh,
2: Stablino. Uh, no, I was there. I actually asked Wartel um, about the Treasury team and and when we would hear to kind of understand what the relationship between the council and the Treasury team and would look like. And he mentioned that uh, he didn't want to steal the fire from the uh, community call this week. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to more of that update. Um, and the, the other question I had asked of the, of the, of the group at the time was kind of talking about, you know, our runway based on, uh, the contributors that we have right with the, uh, the, with the GOM or the OM and the DAO, um, where we sit and, and, you know, we're looking at a little over two years and, and generally they were pretty darn confident that uh you know we're with where they're at and not even having you know to consider any kind of revenue switches on different parts of the protocol to drive revenue to facilitate that runway uh the team is is sitting in a a good state for the products that they're building and and feel comfortable uh, with the runway they have and I, i definitely concur so good to see that they're on top of those things but yeah great call and yeah. i look forward to the council um it, having those calls every two months or every other month as it as we move forward um with the community
1: yeah then that, and that's another thing that came out that the actual reporting to the community would be those uh, in this style of these community calls uh, rather than sort of a, an official kind of financial report then those will still come quarterly um, and uh, then we had uh, tap 21 which is the 500k to die uh, 500k die into vendor and miso for these ruler style learnt Um, So that's up for a um, Treasury allocation proposal, which moves straight to kind of this um, proposal stage. You still can comment on it and whatnot, but it doesn't have to go through a request for comment necessarily because it's a Treasury allocation. Uh, And they did note in there that the cooler loans is just sort of on the back burner and we're waiting to hear back from Zeus about the Sherlock review that he's coordinating um so this is obviously very good in addition to the silo uh new capacity these will be for borrowing against geom um i don't think i think initially they're kind of month long loans which isn't great user experience because you kind of have to pay it back at the <laughs> end of the month um but yeah uh, very keen to sort of see this expand and i think the products that they're developing will have them be available for sort of these longer periods as well. So v- Miso and Vendor are those, yeah, sort of ruler-style loans where you um, kind of uh, can come along and borrow it for a fixed fixed term um, and for a fixed rate of interest, rather than these sort of more algorithmic markets like Silo and Frax lend. Um, Stablino, you're you're a keen follower of this. Uh, proposal, I know you're keeping an eye on these ones as well as, uh, Zeus's cooler loans. What, what were your thoughts on this one?
2: Well, I diversify, 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 right. I, I'm a, i enjoy the, <laughs> the cooler loans in particular, because I'm just always keeping an eye for what, uh, what areas can we generate more revenue for the treasury and, uh, make that come from different places. So to see, you know, again, Zeus, coming up with an idea, right? Driving that idea with cooler loans. And then as soon as that happened, we had these other third parties come up and say, Hey, you know, if you're considering this, consider us too. Um, it's, it's just great momentum, right? So um, yeah, love to see it um, and love to see that
1: we're going to have options. Definitely. St- st- um, wag me.
0: Yeah, I think we don't, really have a desire to build these products ourselves because they they are somewhat ancillary to the core of the protocol. So I think it's important that when um, good teams um, put in the initiative to do this, that we then go and support them. So I think it's, um, it's important to show that with some treasury capital.
1: Definitely. Uh, and then we had the But the Dow compensation budget that's heading out to a vote, we've discussed that one before. Uh, All three of us are kind of supportive of that. Um, And then um, I just had this little, uh, I put in the addresses of, in our notes, Of where our aura is sitting, which wallet it is, Uh, and I'll put this in the dispatch as well, Uh, and and that'll be in the show notes. Um, So, and we're sitting on five ten k aura. I think we actually OTC'd like four hundred and fifty k. So it's already gone up and tasty. 60 K um, and then we've got six million CVX and now that's been relocked as well There was a bit of stuffing around with um it getting unlocked because we OTC'd some for the aura and then um, we've got Yeah, kind of this <laughs> 2.6 million dollars frax um, Although there was there is like 250 K Unlocked FXS. I just I've actually pinged people before but I ping a pinged um, uh, I pinged uh, in the general server, and Homewood actually um, got back, and she's like, "Yep, it's. All, it, I've noted this, uh, and we're sort of looking into it. Don't worry, we'll." I'm so lucky. Sort it, it out. Um, we're so the- lucky to have you. <laughs> <it. laughs> yeah, I've he, got a full time job too. <laughs> Sh- shark
0: is the glue between the home and frax ecosystems.
1: Well, there's a, the thing that I find though is like everyone just assumes that people are like aware of things and you're like oh they're on top of it but like the longer i go on in like professional life and in sort of Kind of working around these protocols is that like actually do you just have to consistently bring things to people's attention? Because there's so many like competing priorities that it's pretty easy to just have something like that forgotten um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to what we're going to do with our six million CVX um, And and the aura as well, right because our will start boosting our own pools I assume did you guys have any thoughts on on? On these kind of three as uh, our sort of uh, products where we can kind of direct yield to ourselves or uh, our friends. What
2: what I imagine looking at the, the CVX, right, is I don't now I don't know where our but if we we're if we were to do any kind of ohm fraxeth right, I imagine if ohm fraxeth happened to be a thing that would be done on convex, right, within the, the FF x side of that so i could see a, a joint uh, a joint effort there and, boost and um then if not um you know no frax that i i could definitely see our own frax pool getting some f- support um from our our convex holdings
1: so yeah i don't think they have cvx voting for the fxs yet though so um, that's See, still allocated by. I need more wrinkles. <laughs> I need more wrinkles. <laughs> well, is that? Yeah, because I've actually put up some proposals uh, for this on the like frack side before. So I, you only learn by like, actually, you only well, you don't only learn, but you can learn by um, I'm just the by, leech that actually, farms all to... of these things, right? I don't understand <laughs> I'm Trying to all get hard. all the yield. <laughs> Well, so the, so they're actually working on that where your CVX will be able to direct where the VFXS votes are directed in the gauge, but at the moment, it's sort of just split, um, uh, by the kind of CVX devs until they have that system in place. So I was um, just front running. Wagmin, did okay. you have- <laughs> oh, it's coming. Definitely. Yeah. Wagmin, did you have any thoughts on these?
0: I think this is a really critical part of the job for this new treasury team is to figure out how we best um, utilize these assets, because there there should be an opportunity to drive a lot more liquidity into these key pools that we're establishing, um, and thereby that, that benefits the broader Om ecosystem, but it also naturally locks up um, a lot more ohm. So, um yeah, I, I would like to see um, some more um, rewards pointed to that Ohm um, Frax space pool, for example. And I think that you'll see a lot of liquidity get sucked in there.
1: Yeah, and that should also um, compete with these kind of internal bonds as well, right? So if you have like a exactly. 10% APY on Ohm stablecoin farming i mean the the ohm frax pool is actually boosted with the um with the what what's it called wag me, the where they give combat. the ohm yield oh yeah, yeah. mint and,
0: mint and sink. sink
1: mint and sink remember that old
0: yes
1: i mean <laughs> that, that old that... diamond that we don't hear about anymore yeah. it's kind of dead
0: it becomes less relevant as the base apy comes down of course but I, I don't discount it as a um, as something that has no value because it still enables you to earn that base, um, you know, seven or so percent right. yield. Yeah. Um, in addition to the pool yield and the incentives on top, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad we have the um, the tech.
1: Yeah, I'm not being flippant about it. I know it's 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 an important part of the stack. Is I mean, it's, yeah, of course, less relevant if we have the well, I'm also base rate and.
0: I'm also in the process of um, rallying um, some support to get the uh, the own base rate increased back up to 33. percent So if we, <laughs> if we can get that proposal through, then I think Mint and Sync will become. You very said you, got this. What is your logic
2: for that? What 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 are we? Are we just tugging cheek? What do we? Why do we really want that? In it, on one largely hand, a joke. I, I don't largely, largely a proposal okay. coming. Okay. So I guess what I, I, I can, I pick up what you're putting down on one hand, right? We have to consider where is this, these emissions going towards when we do have emissions. I think the real mid curve, uh, part of those emissions is the bond, all the bonding and all the integration around own bonds and being able to borrow them in the future and all of that, right. That's where the real chunky growth is. But yeah, thirty-three percent is better than seven point five percent. And if you're staring at a bunch of potential farms, right, thirty-three percent would com- would certainly compare against something against USDD or or any of those, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, when I I I think we're probably doing the right thing staying away from from the uh meme yields uh when we're looking for hopeful integrations with even bigger protocols like Ave and and whatnot down the down the road.
0: Yeah. Right I mean ultimately I get what, you're what saying. I want to see. Yeah ultimately what I want to see is DeFi's native yield curve that is a hundred percent market driven. So when the longer term vision of own bonds um, the internal bonds is that we we should have these deeply liquid markets that essentially price a staking yield at given points along the curve. So if you want to lock up your own for 30 days in the in the 30-day bond, there'll basically be an implied rate of that, 60 days, 90 days, 180, 1 year, 2 year, 5 years, etc. So own will essentially become the base um, yield curve of DeFi. Um, entirely market driven. That's where I think we need to, um, well, I think that's directionally where we're going, but bringing more liquidity into these own bonds and starting to build out this yield curve so that, um, you know, it's not a group of people sitting around in a room and saying, uh, you know, the staking rate or rewards is, um, a hundred percent for, um, six months or something like that. It's whatever the market dictates. So if we go through a softer period in the market and there's, you know, there's less demand, then you you expect that yields will spike up and basically um, provide additional incentive to, to bond and to lock up tokens. Um, the overnight staking rate, which is currently 7.3%, should ultimately be market-driven as well. So if the market dictates that actually the appropriate staking rate there is only then, um, then that's, that's uh, what it would be. Because I think
1: though, yeah, go ahead.
0: (laughs) Well, because I think with more liquidity, we can get to the point where it's not a 30 day bond market. It's actually the overnight, um, you know, bond market. And essentially these vaults are just rolling each, um, each 24 hours and accumulating that base yield.
1: Yeah, I think you invite manipulation, right, by not setting the base rate. So you just set it at some small amount and then everything else builds off the top of that is Is what I think is the most like effective. Like I would love for it all to be market driven, but effectively it becomes market driven, right, because you have the overnight or the 24 hour rate as like you know, or, or you can make it like a seven day rate. You don't need it to be a 24 hour rate. You can have like a seven day rate and you set that at 2% and then everything else is built off that. Right. So the 30 day, the 60 day, 90 day, two percent. That's what every one uh, year, every
2: central bank targets anyway. Right.
1: Just. <laughs> well, I just think it like or it could be 3.3 or whatever. It just has to be some or it can be seven. Right. I don't. I don't mind seven but i think you should have to pay something for getting seven percent it shouldn't be free you shouldn't be able to come and go as you please to get the seven percent you should have to lock it up for a week and like i know that's like oh but why would that's just inconvenient for people well yeah right so not everyone's going to do it (laughs) (laughs) and if everyone doesn't do it then the people who are like actually paying for that illiquidity are getting the benefit. And then you can build the curve on there. And you can have like maybe the five year rate is thirty three percent or the two year rate is thirty three percent. Like or fifty percent, right? Like doesn't doesn't matter. Like it can be whatever the market Says it will be, and the people who are most committed to the protocol will receive the maximum benefit, assumedly, right? Like, maybe you do get like weird kind of, you know, the 30 day rate is paying more than the 90 day rate, but like eventually they sort of people will bring British, off yeah. the market to like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but um, just but, on yeah. that liquidity um, point,
0: though, theoretically, this stuff won't be illiquid either. You, you will be uh, there, will be deep deeply liquid markets that will enable you to swap between the seven-day own bond and um, naked own. Now, uh, you know. Oh yeah, right,
1: which is great. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But like uh, the protocol, you're paying the protocol liquidity, you can't access the protocol own liquidity to trade that. Correct, yeah.
2: Yeah. What What a lovely discussion man i tell you now and i as the one who among this podcast probably has the least wrinkles um the thing that i think would be most helpful would be to go to the 0% rate just for when you're trying to wrap your mind around a 0% base rate because when you're trying to wrap your mind around discounts for these bonds and these bond auctions to participate not having to re- wait for a explainer thread to come out to say you know don't bid one bit this because <laughs> because you want to beat the base stake. Great. It, it would make it much more accessible, I think for more folks to participate and and I think that would give us a, a more true um, curve or more true uh, auction, right? Because everybody could would understand where they're coming at. So um, eager to see what uh, what the teams come up with as as the next rounds of bonding happens
1: well yeah i mean that's a ui issue as well right you can you can kind of i I don't i don't think if i think if it it, yeah if you have the overnight rate or the like weak rate as like the base percentage and you set that i think there's quite something to be said for a set rate at the bottom um but yeah and then people who aren't who kind of want to be immediately liquid then they just get the benefit of being part of the protocol um they don't get the benefit of a staking rate i think that that's kind of anyway we'll see i'm sure the policy guys are thinking about this every day yellow will
2: will get on some great threads for the twitter world too
1: (laughs) right so that uh right perfect yeah perfect um, hit up Stablino or Wagme or myself. You can ping us in the policy forum. We hang around there uh, if you want to discuss this more. Um, anything else you guys wanted to discuss for this week? Otherwise, we might wrap it up.
0: No, that's good. Thank you.
1: Chat, guys. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Wagmi. thanks for coming on Stablino as ever. You' are my grandest co-host and I couldn't do this without you. Yeah. Um, and uh, this has been Agora offside and we'll see you next week.